When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Greg, Donna, Jimmy, and JC. All we know and all we talk about is booty, booty. It's time to get this party started tonight. So are we all alone right now? Is that, is that what's what's going on? Is the families all kind of left for, for Christmas, New Year's? And we're... As long as I'm all by myself. Yeah, I'm alone. You're alone? alone. Like, there's no one else in the house? No one in the house. There's a, there's a dishwasher running that stayed unwashed for a little too long. So when I opened it after a... Five days in Ottawa. <laughs> it, it smelled like. Oh. Uh, oh no! Jimmy's underwear probably after the Christmas break. Do you ever put your clothes uh, in there? False. I don't wear underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, are you alone? Like, is it just you in the apartment right now? Yeah. 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 Jimmy. Just you? just me, buddy. Just me. I'm I'm by myself in my basement, but I like had the house full of people, like all christmas new year's and they all left today at least the last batch of them left today so happy (laughs) it's hard work you know you gotta be like after a couple of days if your house is full and you got people over and you're kind of like okay like how do i be nice and get these people the fuck out of my house right now i know and be polite about it and be polite about it and you just kind of i'm a little bit tired oh i might feel a little bit sick and they're like oh well go for a nap and i'm like no that's a nice way of me saying get out (laughs) (laughs) thankfully my my brother-in-law is a big he's english big spurs fan so we got to watch him footy at least you know he appreciated that um, although yesterday morning I, I woke him up, especially at two nil down. <laughs> hey Steve, you got to see this. Get up. <laughs> that was they fun. were shite. Oh, they stink at the moment, don't they? Oof. Oh, they are so oh. boring. They're they boring, are. aren't they? That's a, that's what they are. They're boring. Yeah, they are boring. Is Conte well, not look, the they, solution there? They they rely they rely on Sun and Kane, and both of them right now are not performing. They're not in sync. And then there's nothing else. He's still where's, thinking where's, about the penalty. Yeah, but where's the rest of their attacks coming from? <laughs> they're, they're just boring to watch, aren't they? 
They're not like the old Spurs where they were dynamic going forward and you're like, oh, this is, they're great. Now they're just they're yeah. static. It's like they don't know what to do. Lloris is thinking about the penalty shots. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Lloris, yeah. Lloris, all World Cup, we're waiting for that mistake, right? Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen. And he's obviously, we joked, how oh, he's saving it for when he gets back with Tottenham. And guess what? <laughs> right. He's, he wasn't playing particularly well. He was making way too many mistakes prior to the World Cup. Yeah. 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 Weird. You wonder about Conte. He's always miserable. I wonder how many Spurs fans would be too upset if he didn't resign there. I don't know if there would be too many fans. I know they'll blame Levy and they'll blame the money situation and lack of transfer funds. But Conte's kind of renowned for, for coaching this way, right? They don't generally entertain Conte teams. And that's for sure right now with this team. When you're looking at some of these other teams in the league that entertain, like, you're getting none of that. Arsenal's going to win it, aren't they? Don't you think? Oh, yeah. They're just they're on a the roll. They're, they're good. They are really good. Fantastic. And Brighton have been amazing. They're sort of my new favorite team to watch. Yeah, I agree and with that. Them. Gunners owned them yesterday. Hey, did they ever? Did they ever? They're so good. You know, going back to what you're saying, two charms is like, you know, the fans will be looking at, you know, Levy going, oh, we need more money. And But I bet you, you know, when you look where they are right now and you look at the teams around them, okay, like Brentford, Brentford's playing phenomenal at the moment. Then you got Fulham. It's their Brighton. They're not spending anywhere near what a Tottenham is or their wage bills. And they're performing. So why is it that Tottenham's not performing and they've got some very good players in their roster? They're a right. great squad. They got a very good squad. The players not playing. Well, Brentford just yeah. won the Shaman Wonga Derby, like not not but ten minutes ago. Fantastic. Um, and didn't they they earned it. I mean, Liverpool were atrocious. Two offsides, one. two offside VAR calls back, right? Yeah. So it could have been five one. Really Probably. easily. Like Nunez had a goal yeah, just offside sure. disallowed. And that was great. Yeah, it could have been five two. Right. Yeah. What a save, by the way. The one that was called it was offside in the first half. Oh. Yeah. Those ones when you kinda of like you're down low, Craig, but it goes over the bar, they must feel good. Oh, the and the ones that you it, you get a hand on it and it just goes over like they, like it did, like just hit it and hit the side of the top of the net like it was oh like Gordon Banks kind of, right? Oh, yeah. it's amazing. Too bad it was offside. Allison too. Allison yeah. saved that he it did go over, but yeah. that was a hell of a save, even though it did go over. Yeah. yeah. No, goal. Goal. Hey, how many how many chances does Nunes need, by the way? It's incredible how many chances this guy gets in matches and just cannot put it away. But when he I mean Jimmy, come on, when he gets it all together, it's a new league, we shouldn't forget that. When he gets it all together, he's gonna be something, I think. I still well, hope so. I mean, that's what you're kind of predicting is that there's gonna be one game where all of a sudden it clicks and he's banging in four goals because he gets ridiculous amount of chances. Does he not? He's and Liverpool, to, they're just they're, they're, they're terrible at the moment. I mean, look, they played Leicester a few days back and they end up winning a match, getting three points. They didn't even score a goal themselves. <laughs> that was crazy, eh? Oh, Charles, before we before the before we started recording, I was asking where are your expectations for for Liverpool for the rest of the season, um, especially when they play these top tier teams. And I, I I'm comparing them to like a a Chelsea. Who's more disappointed right now, Chelsea fans mm. like Doug Simonite and Kerry, 
or is James Sharman and Liverpool fans more disappointed in this season? Let's have a disappointment contest between yeah. them and me and see yeah. who's, who's what depths of depression are we at with our teams? I think they're worse than I am because they've already fired a manager. They brought a new guy in who hasn't really turned it around. On the contrary, they're playing worse now than under Tuchel. Now, they are being linked with a lot of players. Liverpool, on the other hand, I mean, listen, they're 15 points back at first. They're not going to win the title this year. Um, it's top four or bust at this point. They signed Cody Gagpo, which is really exciting. So there's this hope there on the horizon. So I think I'd be a little less depressed than, than, than Doug and Carrie and company, I think. Yeah, and what about our boy Craig Forrest, whose West Ham is, what, a point ahead of Nottingham Forest? Yeah, it's easy uh, for you. No, to... we're, we're on the same amount of points. We're on yeah. the same amount of oh. points, Warner. Hey, hey Jimmy, th- these guys, you know, and they follow in the big clubs, you know. They <laughs> oh, yeah, Bradford. The Bradford you know. Bees. <laughs> okay, Sherman, he, he doesn't come from anywhere near freaking Liverpool. <laughs> yeah. Where is he from? Shrewsbury or something? I've always been very open as to why Windsor I support that team. I fully acknowledge I support them because Castle. they you were good in the 80s. <laughs> I fully acknowledge that. I admit it. I'm not proud of it. He was actually born in Ontario. He's been putting that accent on for 25 years. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. And then when Liverpool's winning championships, and then all of a sudden now he's got the Scouser voice. (laughs) Hey, it's great. Can't believe they won again. (laughs) All right, lads. (laughs) It's a classic accent. I'm born and bred in Toxteth, me. Yeah. Toxic? Toxteth. (laughs) (laughs) Toxic. Well, some would say. Where, Where is that? That's a really bad part of Liverpool. That's where Robbie Fowler was born and raised. By the power plant, aren't you? No, I'm not. I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, Ormskirk. Jesus Christ. Ormskirk we lost our sarcasm over, over the holidays. We lost our sense of humor, Craig. Where's he gone now? He just <laughs> got left. Where's he gone? Just a lost soul living with he's Dr. Doolittle. He's got 17 animals in there. He's talking Is to he? Oh, he's yeah. sure over there. They're talking back to him. Okay, batteries going dead. Like metaphorically, or actually, batteries are going dead. No, actually. Oh, okay. That's just yeah. just as well. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, some things don't change. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's been a really entertaining though Christmas spell. I, I must just admit, you know, all the you know Christmas holiday crap you deal with. I, there's, there's a few things I enjoy more in life than in that week between Christmas and New Year's, just sitting down and watching. A shitload yeah, of soccer. Pretty good. It's pretty nice. Good. It's nice. I was going to say just before we leave the Christmas uh, holiday conversation is, Charms, I was going to say, do you have a drunk uncle that comes over and is miserable? And then I realized you're the drunk uncle. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> it's like, get the hell out of my house. <laughs> you assholes, get out. Keep the kids away from Charmin. Gonna say something racist in a few seconds, Charms. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, yeah, everyone's pretty well behaved. Good for yeah. you. Yeah, I think so. You got recognized, Wonga. Oh, funny story. I'm. Uh, so, I go, oh, you every, say so yourself. No, no, it was a good one. It was just funny because every year my family and I we go to West Town Bowl or West West Park Bowl in Ottawa when I go visit them. So there's bunch of kids 13 to 20 something the old folks us all bowling together great time and i walk out and my nephews are ahead of me my kids are ahead of me so it was a big snowfall and it was sticky snow so what do you do is you start a snowball fight 
So I hit my nephew in the back of the head. He turns around. We get it all going. My kids are like, don't hit us because they're in the middle. I'm hiding behind them while they're getting hit by their older 25-year-old cousin. Um, and someone reaches, says to me, Dan Wong, he's walking, he takes out his ear pod and goes, Dan Wong? And I'm like, yeah, sorry. I Hi, how are you? Uh, I don't recognize you. He goes, oh, I, I listen to Footy Pride. And I'm like, oh, I go, how'd you know it was me? He goes, because you were goofing around. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I'm recognized for, goofing around. That's great. Ah, Wonga, how's it feel? Feel good? Oh, yeah. I'm going to stop going to bars. Were you whistling the uh, snowballs? (laughs) You can't can't go out anymore. (laughs) Can't go out anymore. You must stay in, Wonga. I I told you when I I was in Ottawa as well, the guy comes up to me, Brennan. I was like, hey, expecting him totally talking about, hey, great job, like national team and playing pro football. Not one iota about football. <laughs> Nothing about my career. <laughs> Footy Prime, man. I love that show. You guys are amazing. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, thanks. This is what I'm about did, now. Did Captain uh, John FC spend uh, over a decade I, in England? I, I played at one point. Yeah, no, fuck that. Footy Prime, man. <laughs> It's more fun. That's funny. Yeah, it actually is. Hey, you know he's going to be a superstar and will be recognized probably not for his, although he's really good actually in front of a microphone as well, um, but maybe for his playing credentials one, there'll be Alistair Johnston, who made his yeah. debut for Celtic today in the Old Firm Derby. Imagine that, your first match in the Old Firm Derby. Apparently, he didn't tell his family. He, he yeah. knew they'd be checking the lineups when they woke up this morning. And the first thing they saw was him and his name in the starting 11. How cool is that? That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. From now on, it's all downhill. He'll be playing at St. Johnson and fucking Hearts and Dundee. And <laughs> and they've won the league. It's over. It's done. They're nine points yeah. clear. So as long as he plays enough games to get a medal, he's already won his first title. That's done. boy, Craig. Thanks for talking, up, talking the move up. Yeah. <laughs> well, it <laughs> is. I mean. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> The last team that's one outside of Rangers and and uh, Celtic is like <laughs> 1985. Yeah, it was in Aberdeen. Aberdeen, yeah. Alex yeah. Ferguson's Aberdeen, right? Yeah. yeah. No, but listen, I mean, for for him, what a what a dream come true, though. I mean, imagine playing in that in that derby, the old firm. It must have been electric. And then he says himself, like the atmosphere was just incredible. But to to Craig's point as well, you know, it's you know when you're away to Ross County the week after and. You were playing Dundee the following week, but you you can't beat the old firm matches or European nights at Parkhead for stabbing or, or or even Ibrox. Like they they, <laughs> for, they know how to, yeah they know how to put on a on a show, and then you know fair play to them because you know every every young Canadian kid or you know Scottish guy Irish guy that have that background you know you always wanted to play for rangers celtic you know that would have been my dream when i was younger would play for celtic um so good luck to him and i hope he does really really well he's gonna enjoy that and if he does well there you know there's a very good chance that he he will get a move down into england oh yeah absolutely i didn't check do you know whether uh, coney hasn't made his debut as he for wofford yet i'm presuming he hasn't let me have a look here i don't think so no not yet did they play today watford 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 where's watford's last game there you go uh, no, 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 no. Well, they played today, actually. Did they? I'm trying to see. Norwich North City. He might, yeah, he might be eligible to play now. No, he played today. I think he is. Yeah, he should be eligible to play. 
all depends because Cody Gagpo wasn't eligible for Liverpool just yet. There's, you know, you know, you know how it is. Here we go, Watford. Let's see. I'm sure I would have read somewhere that he played. Well, uh, he should be. No, he didn't. There you go. But Connie should be because he's coming from MLS over there too, right? And if Johnson played today, then you think that Connie should yeah, be able true. to get a, true. Get a match. Then. He'll get his chance soon enough. Be excited to watch that. But yeah, I love all this football, like just every single day. Do you enjoy it, Jimmy, when you, you play? Do you enjoy this? I mean, it's demanding. I'm sure there's not much training. It's just recuperation, right? And recovery days yeah. more than anything. Yeah, oh, that, that's... You know, when you... When you... <laughs> Look, here, here's the mindset, too, as a, as a player. Once you go into that Christmas period, you know exactly where you're going to be come the end of the season, whether you're pushing for a promotion or you're you're fighting for survival, right? Because there's so many games, they come, you know, quick, quick and, and heavy. Like, this, you, there is no time. It's just recovery. You play, recover, play, recover, play, recover. Um, it sucks, to be honest. <laughs> That's, it's a difficult – no, it is a difficult period, but – you know, I, I liked it. I liked it in a way because it's it's you're playing constantly. You're, you're playing games. There's nothing worse when you got a game and then you got a week or two week break in between, and you're just hanging around. I used to hate it because then you're just training, and I'd rather play them. I'd rather play matches. So it, it is. It's a grueling period. That's for sure. One hundred percent. It's a very tough period, but it's uh, you know you get a little bit of a break once you come out of it. But then, like I said before, you know exactly where you are in the table and what your what the goals will be. Right. Well, speaking of that rest, Jimmy, did you see? Do you guys see the highlights or watch any of that PSG fart that they dropped? That was horrible. They looked, it was unwatchable how bad they were. Didn't see it. No, they lost 3 1 to a team that's way down on the table. Oh, is that yeah. when uh, Neymar got the, the red card? No, it's, Neymar didn't even play. Neymar, Messi He's didn't play. Right. Mbappe played, but right. he didn't do anything. And it was just real. Like, I don't I don't understand how you can lay that bad a fart like that horrible an egg when you're that good a team mm-hmm. or should be that good a team. Maybe he had like well, 11, 11 players who thinks it sucks this time of year and would yeah. after the game like Craig. Craig, tell us why did it suck? Well, it's just you know the worst part about it is away games because you're in the hotel and there's like yeah. Christmas parties, New Year's Eve parties, and, it, and you can't get away from it. You're almost better off staying at home. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's true. And you're, you're young guys and you're just like chomping at the bit, wondering what's going on downstairs. Yeah, you're walking into the hotel, everybody's dressed up, yeah, enjoying themselves, and you just hear music all night as well. Oh, yeah. Come See, on, e- I mean, even the goalkeepers and can't you can't, you, you can't sneak down because you know the, the coaching staff are down there partying with everybody <laughs> so you guys had FOMO at that age like 25 oh yeah at the oh, Christmas yeah. period and the New Year and New Year's oh yeah yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find this PSG result PSG are four points clear of Lons they won they won the first game after Christmas right oh there we go Lons there we go 3-1 okay yeah. gotcha gotcha Close the gap to four points, but they're still comfortable. Yeah, be just fine. Yeah, they've especially when Messi comes back. You know, Messi, top form Messi comes back as well, right? And they'll be, they'll be just fine. I think it's fair to say. Um, did you see? So Pele, twenty-four hour week starts today. Just thousands taking in and going to show their respects for Pele, including Gianni Infantino, who's making sure all the cameras are on him. I'm sure. Um, 
But yeah, it, it's sad, isn't it? Obviously, he's an old man. His mum is still alive. Did you see that? What? 102 years old. Yeah. What? His mum's alive still. His real mum. Yeah. She has better hearing than you too. <laughs> Say that again? <laughs> I beg your pardon? <laughs> you're not, you know what? You're not supposed to outlive your kids. No. 102. Good for her, I guess. Yeah, I, mean, I guess. I'm not I don't sure how much of it she knows. I don't know yeah. if I'd want to live to 102. It's, don't worry, Jimmy. Probably not going to happen. Oh, fuck. Here we go. One of us is going to be dead by, the... by, by this time next year. Who's it going to be? <laughs> it's not good. We're down to five. <laughs> it's not looking good anymore. Yeah, we can't lose any more bodies. Uh... Hey, good. Maybe Amy will appreciate it, though. She, she might benefit if she wants to. Yeah, yeah. Well, ask Amy to come on here and there, see yeah. what she has to say. Yeah, yeah where is she? She's been quiet, hasn't she? Oh, I, I'm going to reach out to her for the new year. I, I know she has kids. I, I was looking at some of her Twitter stuff, and they were ice skating and making snowmen and all that kind of stuff. But Amy has a are... nice family Christmas. Like, it makes a real yeah. effort. Yeah, yeah I bet does. you too. Yeah. Oh, Put that's... the phone down. Just yeah. a little bit of family time. Not, not, not footy priming <laughs> during the holiday yeah. season, that's for sure. Do you, do, you think, do you think after she takes those beautiful pictures of her and the family, she gets to the house, pours wine, and starts losing it? <laughs> Shaking you like we do? Goddamn kids, I swear to God. Of course. Everybody. I hate everybody. But smile for the picture. Ready? Smile. Everything's great. In the mic. <laughs> Averaging three bottles a day. Uh, God, I'm so – I've got to go dry for a while. I really do. Dry January? I, I won't make dry January, but I might make half a dry January, I think. No. Jesus Christ. Just... you got to drink in January. It's the worst month of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a problem. So the, so, so the Save perfect. it for a better month. Yeah, it was funny. I, I had a I had a friend where I said that to. I was like, "Oh, January." I said, "You know, what? I'm going to go dry. I'm not having one drink." And they were like, "Don't be that idiot." I said, "What do you mean? You know that idiot that goes, oh, 'Oh, I'm going to go dry,' and then all of a sudden, a week later, you had a party, you're having a drink, and then you're that fool that said, "Oh, I was going to go dry," and then you got to make the excuses, like just shut up and have a drink. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah fair just enough. shut up and drink." <laughs> <laughs> you loser. Yeah. God hates quitters. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it works out. Yeah, back to Pelly though. Um obviously, like I said, you know, no surprise. They're still sad when it happens, though, of course. Great tributes have been paid throughout the football world. Um and I don't think there's gonna be another Pele, is there? Just the way the game is now. He was a, a mystique in many ways when he was at his best because you didn't see games every day from around the world. He'd show up at World Cups. He might show up at a touring team with Santos. You might get to see him. Um, this is before NESL. When a, those days, great and all. But listen, this, I'm talking about Pelly in his prime. Right, Craig? You know, we, you know, we didn't. I mean, most of us weren't born. But uh, didn't get to see him play. So when, when you did see him or you heard about these stories, he was really something. He was a mythical being. And I think because of the way the game is today and the media is today, we'll never have another guy like him. Yeah, no, it's true. And and just how big he was without social media, yeah. you know. But, you know, I remember when he was in Toronto, you think you were at the event too. I think he was talking about just, you know, he was thankful that there was actually some video of him, you know, because other than that, there would be no sort of history or anything because uh, all the games, hundreds and hundreds of games he played, very few 
were televised. You can imagine all the magic we missed. Oh, oh yeah. 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 Right? So, you know, but a gentleman, like, real, you know, incredible ambassadors, you know, he, yeah, he sat on the fence on all their shoes, but that's fine. He was, he was great. He was great for the game, great for FIFA, great for everybody. He was a, yeah, he was a perfect ambassador. He, he was. Yeah. He didn't need to be an advocate for, you know, and I know Brazil, he faced a lot of pressure from within Brazil to be an advocate for social rights. Um, but that was just never him, right? He, he wasn't Muhammad Ali. He probably could have been, but he wasn't, right? He let the football do the talking. Um, mm. And he grew the game, I think, Jimmy. Like, without Pele, I don't think the game is the way it is today. No, I don't I don't think it is. And, you know, you're, you're right. He was such a, a great ambassador for, for the game and very influential. Um, and he stayed away from politics and all the, all the rest of the, the nonsense that comes with the game, which is, which is great in a way for me anyways. I think I think he's mm-hmm. done the right thing. But, you know, I was watching a clip um, about him and he was, it was just doing a comparison of the, the players today um, and what he was as a player and the moves that he was doing back then. That the I players saw that doing, too, yeah, side-by-side side video. Yeah, that they're doing today. So everything that the players are doing today, you know, even like people are talking about the Cruyff. Well, no, Pele did the Cruyff first. <laughs> and certain movements, we do the bicycle kicks, scissor kicks. Like he was doing all this back in his day. And now, I mean, it's just up to the players to really kind of improve that skill and, and make it even better. But, you know, he, he was the guy that um, didn't invent things. And, and he was the guy that really was a creator of football and, and made it what it is today, I think. And I firmly I remember back too in the North American Soccer League when they brought Pele and signed him up a big contract. One of, the, you know, one of the great documentaries is The Rise and Fall of the New York Cosmos. And when he started out, they start out, very small operation, no fans were showing up. Pele was playing with a bunch of just American local guys. And anyway, long story short, they end up in Giant Stadium and they were, it was the hottest ticket in town. Yeah. And to the point where North American Soccer League owners around there thought, all we need to do is get a superstar. So the George Best came over and the Croix and the, you know, uh, Rodney Marshes and all these guys. And it didn't have the same effect at all. No. In fact, they they spent so much money that they started going downhill, and they never made the money back on Pele anyway. But that was, I think Ross and the back then was the the Atari games or something. They were killing it, so they're making millions. So nobody asked any questions about where the money was going until they started losing, and then the the North American Soccer League started to fold after that. Just which was which is why it's you know so differently run now with MLS, which is very uh, financially stable compared to back then. Yeah. You, you made a good point though that how big he was, how famous he was without social media the way it is today. I mean, it's before my time, but you you read all these stories and anecdotes about when he arrived, you know, with Santos as as a touring team, because that's what they were, right? Back in those days, they didn't play in the Copa Libertadores very often because they can make more money touring Europe and touring around the world, right? And these weren't friendlies, right? They may have been perceived as friendlies, but they weren't. They were nasty. Everyone wanted a piece of Pele, and the crowds yeah. were absolutely enormous. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. We, we still think that football was invented in 1992, right? So many of us. But this is back in the, in the 60s, basically in the 70s, when he was in his best. Yeah. And he was dominating the, the sport narrative around the world for a guy that really at that point just played football. Yeah, he wasn't, and, and wasn't we- a big profile outside of football. No, and before I got into the game, I remember 
my dad, which isn't, wasn't into football, soccer at all. Um, Pele was coming into town with the Cosmos and we got tickets to go see him at Empire Stadium. We ended up getting tickets in the end zone so far away. I remember it. Um, but he was older. I don't know how old he was at that stage, but it was his last game there. So everybody was well aware that he was retiring. He didn't do much in that game, but he was getting old. But yeah, just to see him. It's funny because when I, when I think of Ali and Pele, the vision in my mind is those guys at the end of their careers. That's what I kind of grew up with, just when I was very, very young. And there was Ali, he was overweight. He, he was big. Pele was a lot stockier than he was back in his prime, obviously. Right? Oh, it's a new year, but nothing changes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. I needed that. It was. <laughs> That's put a big smile on my face. That's great. They'll be dead within God, 15 years. I thought I'd fix it. And I was going on. <laughs> Do you know what? I thought I'd fixed it. Come on. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and again. Look, my phone's even off. <laughs> no, it's not. Look. <laughs> connected to your computer? Yeah, yeah I thought I disconnected it and everything. <laughs> now he's just lost connection entirely. Yeah. Jimmy, come in and come out. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so back to what I was saying, you know, that's how, you know, I grew up thinking of those guys and it wasn't until later in life when I began watching, you know, I'm researching how great they were in their prime, Ali and Pele, did I really appreciate them. Um, and, and to me, as the last week or so has gone by, you know, there's no doubt to me that the two biggest sporting forces without question are Muhammad Ali and Pele. The other guys aren't there. Different yeah. era, different generation, right, Wonga? Those I, I totally agree. Trans, transcendent at the time. Like yep. everybody didn't matter. And to Craig's point, his dad, who wasn't a soccer fan, I remember watching them, the New York Cosmos playing, um, playing on, I think it was ABC. And it was all of a sudden it was when American broadcasting was allowed to be broadcast into Canada and they would have, NASL um, games on ABC. And I remember watching, this is like, I was maybe eight years old, and I remember watching Pele playing in New York City as a Cosmo. Running across the diamond, baseball diamond. Yes, playing through the diamond. The other thing that always amazed me with Pele, when you watch all these, how heavy these soccer balls were at the time. <laughs> they were like, they were made out of cows. Now, not not just leather, <laughs> actual cows. Do we like, bones too? Yeah. yeah. It was, they, and I, I was cow's head. Ask, well, this is what I, Jimmy and Craig, Craig specifically, when did it change from these amazing light balls that these guys can curve and spin and do, do such magic with? When was that period, like, were you around for that? Oh, or were, did the league all of a sudden say, hey, depending on what league you are, you had better... You had better footballs, basically. Well, no, I mean, every league had different ball contracts. Because when I started in England, international, we were probably playing with Adidas. Um, the Tango would have been, yeah. what, 86? Or was that 82? And then so they, they, every, one, every one of the World Cup balls that came out, they were always different. So internationally, when you're playing with a lighter ball, Adidas tended to be, be a little bit more lively to a miter ball that was basically made of a cow. Hey, Jimmy, yeah. you couldn't ping that fucking no. thing. And in England, you just, that thing was like 
I didn't mind as a goalkeeper for shot stopping because nobody could bend it. It wouldn't knuckle. And, no. uh, but when you're striking it from goal kicks against the wind, it, you couldn't ping the freaking thing. It was just, a, you know, so the, it was significantly different. Didn't you find Jimmy? Yeah, I did. And, uh, I think, you know, throughout your career, you play with many different balls and a big grid on because he gets to say that. <laughs> 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 Say again, Jimmy. But the, but the favorite, my favorite balls that I got to play with would probably be the I, I like the the Nike. The Nike ball was was really really good when it first came out in England, because then then when you were striking the ball, it was knuckling, it was dipping. You could spray it. it, you know you, that that miter ball. You're you're pinging it maybe thirty yards, and then all of a sudden now you've got that lighter ball that moves a little bit better and is a bit lighter. And now you're you're pinging it fifty yards. So you could notice a difference completely. You had a lot more control too with the with the lighter ball. I felt, anyways, because you could spin it, you could move it. It's pitcher, pitcher. When you when you when you're striking a ball, it's like a golf swing. The same same thing. When when you hit the golf ball, you know you put the little backspin on it, or you you slice it and you open it up, and your little chips. You're doing the exact same thing with your boots. So the the mm. ball when it's made now, where it is today, it's a lot better to control it, and you can see that in play when when guys are just you know, hitting a, a 20 yard ball or a little dink over top or bending it with the outside of the boot 30 yards. It's, it's completely different now. And the valve, they have like valve technology that it doesn't matter whether you strike it at the valve or not. It makes Oh, it mattered before though, Craig. Oh yeah. 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 And what would happen when you hit? Well, that's, that's how you, that's how you'd get the knuckle Craig. Remember you, yeah. if you, if you oh. hit the sweet spot with the, with the valve, then it would kind of shift a little bit and knuckle over the wall. Now, now that you could strike it, anywhere i remember we actually went over to the adidas uh, factory um before the 06 world cup there and they were showing us this machine it was basically just hitting ball after ball after ball that was just randomly being put on a spot by a machine and it was hitting the same spot every time on the you know about 30 30 feet away which is pretty interesting so, so just don't use your knuckles when playing with your balls is what you're saying Right, <laughs> unless you like the knuckler, that's what yeah, we call unless, that. Right. So apparently, uh, so the World Cup they've been using Adidas since 1970, and the first polyurethane coated ball was 74. So I'm assuming that's the same around around the world with the Telstar Duralast. The Tango yeah. Craig was 78, if the first Tango, okay, at the World Cup. Then Tango Espana in 82, 86 was Yazteca. Yeah, the, I like Az- that one. the Azteca was, yeah, that moved around a lot too, but, and at altitude, it, I think, was it? Yeah. Ireland's conceded one Azteca, I think. Jennings knuckling in the air. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the, 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 or CB or something this past week in the uh, honors list, Pat Jennings. Oh, yeah. All right. Sachs, the worst ball that we ever played with is a select ball in CONCACAF qualifying. <laughs> Remember that old select ball? Yeah. It, it was, was by, it was by select, uh, called Select. It was called make- Select. It was brutal. Worst ball ever. Worst mm-hmm. ball ever. But now, like, I, I, it's, it's hard to find uh, a bad one now with with uh, where the game is today. Even, you know, the uh, the Derby Star, the one that they use in the Premier League, they use that in the Canadian Premier League as well. That's a decent, decent ball. Adidas yeah. makes good ball, Nike as well. You know, so the game's definitely changed for the better. And the balls all, all kind of seem to be the same now as well. They've gone to yellow balls now too, right? This time, around Christmas time, they switched the yellow ball. 
Well, yeah, they, they use the yellow ball when it when it's snowing. Yeah, it's every game now, though, right? It's every game now. They they start using it. Yeah. They got the orange one potentially. Was that just in the Premier League? They switch over the ball color, or is that uh, done elsewhere? It's probably done elsewhere. It's a marketing thing, right? Let's be honest. There was only a couple times I used it, and that was when the weather was really bad. Mm. When it was snowing, no, I think it's recent years. White ball, you couldn't see it. I think it's recent years. They've, they've just every every December, whenever it is, they switch to the yellow, the white to yellow. They got the yeah. orange if needed for uh, the snowy days. One thing that I know, especially I'm. Um, being a goalkeeper, you probably know this, Jimmy, too. Every game, you're, you're basically using a brand new ball. Every All the balls are brand new, out of the package. Like, they are just lively. And even when you think about the guys that are practicing and training penalties before World Cups, if they're using training balls that aren't brand new, it's different. Oh, yeah. The ball travels differently. after it can, The ball's different after halftime. I used to go in because of that plastic layer on top of the balls i used to go in for home games early and i would take the three balls because there wasn't pit balls all over the pitch and i would take a brush and i would just i would scour it cheating bastard all the balls all oh, three balls, the match balls all the match balls and from the start of the game i would get the same effect where the ball would be at halftime after they after they punted around and whatever so it just becomes a little bit less lively and yeah. and it would stick a little bit better because I would scuff the plastic sort of coating off. Isn't it. that any? Is that different to like using sandpaper in a baseball? And that's highly illegal. It's kind of what <laughs> the Patriots did, isn't it? Yeah, yeah the deflate gate. <laughs> deflate gate. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Cheat. I know. Craig's, eh? Craig's career has been brought into yeah. something or other. I can't think of the word right now. I'm still hungover. Disrepute. Disrepute. Thank you. That's, that is just something. <laughs> Disrepute. You might get a, a proactive fine here now. All right. So Jesus Christ, retroactive fine. Yeah. No, but he's right in what he's saying too, though, because with the training balls, after you, you use them so much, they start to become a little bit warped and they've rolled a little bit different. A little heavier, you know? just slightly yeah. heavier, but enough that it's, it doesn't go over the bar like cane. So scrub your balls and they get heavier. Feels like that's the if key. You're in water, yeah, yeah. Warm water helps. Warm water helps. Yeah, not cold yeah. water. Soapy. Soap shrinkage. Flesh shrinkage. Don't use the soap. It's got to be the. <laughs> we haven't really changed, have we? We haven't changed. So, uh, we didn't resolve. That wasn't part of our resolutions. No. Do you have any resolutions, by the way? Anyone into I do. that? I do. You do. I, yeah, I, I wrote them up. So I've got oh, five. Got I've got five that'll be really quick to, to share. Yeah, I've never. So made my first life. resolution: I will attempt to use the word "literally" a lot less, and use the word "figuratively" much more. I like so, that. Uh, yep. I also resolve to use a bidet more often. Do you yeah, have that's a, a good idea. Yep. Do you have one? Well, I bought one of those tushy. You know the one that it'll take cold water bidet until I redo my bathroom. So it's just it runs through. When you redo your bathroom, Wonga, you've had broken tiles in the floor for about a year. Yeah, I'm goal setting right now, Charms. That's what he does. Don't push my blue sky. Don't don't push me down. Sorry, he sticks his ass in the hole. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Jesus. What is the advantage of uh, a bidet? Just less cleaner. It's fantastic. Yeah, you have just better hygiene. Better hygiene, nice. You feel good. You really feel different. It's a it's a great aspect to Europeans. Aspect, I get it. That's right. 
Um, the other ones to live a little healthier, sleep and exercise more. Well, that comes and, in with a bidet, doesn't it? Yeah, it will. And then the last one is to watch more soccer. While on the bidet. Put a TV oh, in the bathroom. God. That's almost a dream. Wow. Yeah. Just so there's my fountain. So none of them have to do with drinking less, though, really. Although like, this play of Less pickle in your bum, you there. might put on something else. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're sitting the wrong way on the bidet. No, it's kind of nice. This is the best way. <laughs> Anyone else? I mean, one has got a brand new year. He's going to be a new man. Anyone else have any resolutions? He's got it all covered. I think he's got it covered. Work out more. That's a big one for me. Yeah. Yeah. Craig is going to look at the sun. Sleep more. Craig, you're going to try and get outside, right? Yeah. I've been out Overcooked. You're looking a little more like data from the next new generation from Star Trek. <laughs> looking a little green, a little robotic. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Yeah. I look much better. What about you, Charles? Me? No, not really. Just, I'm, I'm just going to just health, really. I'm going to eat less. I eat pretty well, but I eat a shitload, like just too much. I eat enough for a family of four by myself, I'm pretty you know, sure. The old Darby Kelly get a bit you, bigger. You could have never noticed when we were on sports now. <laughs> yeah. the, old, the old shirt was busting a little bit, was it, what Jimmy? That, that button was on its last thread, man. And I, I looked at Forrest. I looked at Forrest, and I went, "I was like, Sax, if that button pops, I'm right in line, and that's coming straight from my face." You're gonna take your eye out. I know. But the other oh. thing is, I meant Charms has given up and holding his belly in. Yeah, yeah, if, no, that is true. Like, if it's bulging, that means you you've like passed the. Past that threshold, right? Yeah. yeah, you don't care anymore. You just can't hold it in. Him and I have to tell you, I'm still quite impressed by your 40 push-ups. <laughs> you still impressed? Three thousand people watch that. We had three thousand views. Many, yeah. Wow. Twenty thousand impressions of you doing your your push-ups. Fantastic. People need to get a life. Apparently, <laughs> you've inspired <laughs> everybody. Yeah. yeah, you're you're an inspiration. Charlie. Am I? Yeah. yeah well, yeah. you know, I'm I'm. Gonna be off to uh, my mates getting married in Jamaica. Actually, Sunny, you know Sunny, Craig. Yeah. Um, in in March, so I've been working out quite a bit the last few months. But uh, I've, I've got a layer of fat, as we just discussed. <clears throat> I've got three months, just under three months, to try and lose a little bit of that because, like, it's still I still I'm disgusting. You can't put that speedo on with that gut right now. No, I know it's a really small speedo as well. It's tiny. Oh. And your little winker there, little yeah. Just... <laughs> I, I wore I wore the, the speedo thong the wrong way around, and you couldn't tell. <laughs> Still hiding it all. Oh yeah, and a bigger cock. That's my other resolution this year. <laughs> just another couple inches. Cock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking well, of cocks, Ronaldo. Ronaldo, uh, what a Good segue. Boy, he's he's gonna I think officially sign or the press conference is gonna be on Tuesday. Al Nasser, it happened, boys. Despite him talking it down to Pierce Morgan, he didn't get, I guess, the call he wanted from a Champions League team. He's off to Saudi Arabia for around about two hundred million per year. Um I don't know. I've been trying to make sense of it and, and I understand money is money, I get that. But for a guy that is already so rich there's so many opportunities out there, you'd think. I mean, what does this tell you about him? I, I mean, I put it out on Twitter, and the response has been unbelievable. The really polarizing good. responses. Yeah. Um, 
people either say, no, it's good for him. He can do what he wants. And yeah, he can. And the other other side is like, what has he done to his, his image? What do you think? Image slash legacy? Legacy, like, yeah. I mean, yeah. it is legacy think, time. I don't think it will damage the legacy in, in 20 years' time. We won't think about, oh, he went to Saudi Arabia. We'll think about the greatness, I think. Because a lot of players finish their careers in other leagues when perhaps uh-huh. they shouldn't. But right now, I don't know. I don't think it looks good, does it, Craig? Mm, yeah, I think he's got to a point. I think you're right. He couldn't get anybody to bite that he wanted to, and he thought, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to go make as much money as I can. But he's going to disappear because you know, that league doesn't, isn't no. being seen anywhere, to be honest. No. I mean, I, I get it if it was a lesser player, you know, had a good career, can make a f- lot of money, end of his career, but it's Ronaldo, right? Few athletes in the world are paid more than him. Okay, so I don't think it's going to affect his his image one bit. Um, I think it's just another opportunity. He wants to continue playing. Yeah, it's great money, of course that comes into play. But I think when you look at world world class players that have gone to lower leagues, come the end of their career, it happens all the time. Like you, you look at. I mean, we're talking about Pele. Pele ended up coming to play for the Cosmos. That that league wasn't great, was it? Not at all. Zico went to Japan. There's Japan, a, lot, a lot of criticism Japanese. for Pele when he came to North America. For sure, there is. But players do it all the time. Zico Zico went to Japan, and then you get players that just go all over the place. What's his name from Italy? Ended up going down to, to Argentina and played, and you know the guys towards the end of the career end up going into you know lesser leagues just to finish it off, but they want to keep playing. And of course they're going to get massive dough. Yeah. It's almost a, well, you've almost earned that at that point, I yeah, guess. Yeah, of course. Suarez, okay, the same so thing. Suarez, Suarez it, ended up going back to Uruguay. He could have went anywhere. And now he's, hmm. he's playing for a, a team in Brazil because he wants to keep playing. He's making dough. I, I'm not arguing with you, but I'd, I'd be interested to think, okay, think of you as a biggest, you're a big Ronaldo fan. You want to see him keep excelling and i know he hasn't been but keep excelling in the top leagues are you disappointed by this move i guess is what i'm asking if you're a ronaldo fan none of us are big ronaldo fans dunlop was a big ronaldo fan you know so you must be well yeah that's you've what been, i'm wondering you've been campaigning for freaking months saying no he's still got it yeah oh great he's been misused by eric ten Hag. He can still score goals the high that we heard it every freaking week from so many people on social media Oh, no, it's Ronaldo. He should be starting for Portugal at the World Cup. He can win a World... Well, I guess he can't. I guess he's not that good. And that's fine. He's 37. What do you want? We and many have been saying this for a long time. The decline has come swiftly for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. And I think as well, Sharms, you know, to to go on what you're saying there, it's a hell of a lot of money to play for, to pay for Ronaldo. And if, if it's a big club, a Champions League team, you're going to be looking at that now thinking... How many games is he going to play for me? Is he going to play a full season? Is he going to play a half a season, quarter of a season? You know, there's there's too much at stake, right? And that money could be going maybe towards a, a younger player. That's that. Yeah, that but I don't do think they care, though, Jimmy. I don't think yeah? they care. That they care about the ambassadorial part of this, right? They want twenty thirty. They're going to bid for it, right? They want oh, to. No, I, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not talking about Saudi Arabia. Of course, there's an agenda there, right? Mm-hmm. And that's about them. Yeah, they, they want to get a World Cup. They want a big name, promote their league. Yeah, I, I totally get that. But what I'm saying is teams in Europe aren't going after them because they don't know what they're going to expect or what they're going to get from their investment from them. 
Yeah, and that's why they didn't sign him. Yeah. yeah. If he was so, if he was prepared though, Craig, yeah. you think if he was prepared to play for fifty grand a week somewhere, I'm sure he would have got phone calls. Exactly. Mm. He's not prepared to do that. Some guys are more like there's a lot of guys. I mean, I remember guys who played with Al Berkovich, for example, Israeli player. Quite a like mercenary as a player. Like he would take the opportunity to move out of clubs every opportunity because you'd make you'd make more money moving around. When I stayed at Ipswich for 13 years, the stupidest thing I did as far as making money goes. Yeah, it's true though, right? Yeah. Yeah. New contracts, yeah. new clubs, more money. Yeah. Yeah. By the but way, do you see today, not- Joe, today, today, Craig, um, 24 years since Joe Cole made his West Ham debut. Does that make you feel a little bit old? Holy shit. You were there, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would have been there. You're, you're probably on the pitch. He doesn't remember anything. Well, it's it. a lot of games. 24. I mean, wow. Time flies, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, he was, he was just the kid <clears throat> with ridiculous mad skills. Yeah, yeah. Oh, when he broke onto the scene, he was uh, he was the next next maestro coming. Yep, had a good career, really good career, right? But never reached the heights that that no. the media promised us unfairly. <laughs> a lot of injuries. I did, well, I, I was the same. I thought he he had a good career, but. It, I thought he was going to be one of those marquee, you know, Ballon type players. He was that good yeah. when he was like yeah. 13, 14. Fucking hell. And the club were paying his dad or something under the table because he couldn't sign a kid at that age, but they didn't want to lose him, right? West Ham, everybody in London was after him. Everybody in the country was after him. Yeah. He was making about five grand, thousand pounds a week when he was like 13, 14 and going to his dad just to keep him around. <laughs> Just a pipeline of talent from West Ham in those days. Jesus, oh, it, it was it was ridiculous. Like the players that were coming through West Ham at that time, it was frightening. And that's probably why he was so good too, because he was so comfortable. He knew all the players as well that were in the first team. And then when he went to Chelsea, it was oh, it wasn't bad. But you know, when you looked at West Ham back then with Lampard, Cole, Carrick, Rio, Defoe. Glenn Johnson, Glenn Johnson, yeah, Glenn Johnson. The players it just keeps going on and on and on. Phenomenal players coming through that system. That's why yeah. they call it the football academy. Pretty yeah. impressive. All right, boys. Um, <laughs> what are you smiling at? Because it's a clunky ending. Yeah, well, I just smile. You know. Yeah, it's nice. I'm smile. enjoying. I enjoy when you guys get into it. It's, it's good just... to get back, boys. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna endeavor to do a show Wednesday and Friday this week, and then we're gonna get back into our normal swing of it next week with four. FA Cup um, weekend, eh? FA Cup. Yeah, yeah, lots of things going on, and then we have Champions League to start talking about coming in Feb fifteenth, Feb fourteenth, mm. something like that, right? And the best part is we won't have to preview Canada's group at the Men's World Cup. Oh every show. God, there was some hangover on that, wasn't there? Jeez! Wow, it's nice that the Premier League's back. I really enjoyed it. I mean, some of the games, the goals have been amazing. I think the standard has been great. Holland scoring again. Jesus Christ! Freaking hell! He's got twenty-one in fifteen games. Yeah, Yeah. Premier League. Smash records, and if you want to see him smash records, FuboTV.com is your place to sign up. Uh, They have a great promotion right now: twenty-five percent off. Until the end of January at fubotv.com slash footy prime. 
So if you want some more Premier League content, get on there, sign up, 25% off until the end of January. And of course, we'll always welcome our longtime sponsors, North Star Bets. Make some money through them as a Prem and the FA Cup, as mentioned, continues this week. But uh, that's about it for today's show. As I mentioned, we'll, we'll endeavor to be back on Wednesday. Um, let us know what you think. Send us some comments, some questions. Tell us what your New Year's resolutions are and if any of them include a bidet. So that's the first time I've ever heard that before. <laughs> Wonga will have the cleanest ass in free prime. Until next time. Oh, he'd be squeaky clean. He better. Either that or he's missing it. <laughs> it's, hitting him, it's hitting him on his nose. <laughs> Sharps and I have the same affliction. <laughs> <sighs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 